Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Episode of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. And I'm Mason. Welcome, Mason. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm stoked. Thanks for being on our show. Well, uh, Mason, would you like to introduce yourself a bit to our listener? Uh, sure. My name is Mason. I'm a super nerd for technology. I work in radio, uh, specifically the engineering department, and I play the character Fishstick on the podcast I Don't Know Radio. Great. Great. And we- I Don't Know radio, radio is a wonderful member of the Scavengers Network, so we're very happy to have a fellow member of the fam on the on the show today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun to do some cross-network collaboration. We really want you guys to come on and do a sketch with us about what ghost hunting will look like in about a thousand years. Okay. Okay, <laughs> sounds great. So this is like kind of different from I Don't Know Radio, I would imagine, what we're doing today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you're into something different, check out I Don't Know Radio. Today, what we did is we took a trip to Sonora, California to visit the Tuolumne General Hospital. Tuolumne. Which we, we got confused momentarily yes. with the Tuella. Tuella? Yeah, we thought it was the Tuella Hospital, yeah. which is the hospital that is half retirement home and half haunted house attraction, <laughs> which is like this the, the most fucked up concept for an actual place. Yeah. Yeah, that is the most buck wild building on the planet. Can you imagine what it is like to be one of the people who lives there and like... <laughs> Sometimes you're just walking down the hall and a guy dressed like the Grim we- the Grim Reaper is there. It's like a reminder right? of your future. You're, you're dying soon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Seeing the other side. Yeah, you just you just move move over to the other side. When <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> There's a Law and Order episode in here where they find like a real corpse in the uh, in the haunted place. You can have that one for free, Dick Wolf. <laughs> That's a real thing, though. There was a there's like an actual like real scenario situation where there was like a I don't know, like a curiosity shop or haunted house or something. And it turned out that there was an actual corpse inside of one of the the, I'll I'll try and figure out what it's from. I I think there's an episode of Ouija Bros. Yeah, that must be. Well, I mean, the curiosity shop in Portland has real mummies. Seattle. Seattle has real mummies in it. It does. Yes. But this was like nobody had any idea that it was the mummy. inside. Oh, yeah. How do you not? How do you miss that? (laughs) It's going to smell. There's it, an odor. Yeah. it apparently had like a outer coating of wax or something. God. Yeah. Good God. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It's like that movie, the House Wait, of Wax me, film. Let me look this up real okay, quick. Okay, okay, okay. Before we begin. What disreputable prop store felt good about passing that on? <laughs> That's baffling. And I thought those places were bad where they touch you. Like that. That freaks me right out. Have you seen those? Uh, haunted house. 
like full contact haunted houses. Oh yeah, I I don't know no, if fuck I fuck that. That's yeah, I would not never, like. Yeah. Never. Fuck that a million times. Yeah, for sure. That could go wrong in many ways. I found the article, an article. It was a real corpse in a California fun park spook house. Okay, so this is a a Slate.com article. It was 1976, and crew members from the TV show The Six Million Dollar Man were preparing to shoot on location at the Pike Amusement Park in Long Beach, Florida. The plan was to capture Steve Austin riding in one of the cars along the track of a spooky ride called The Laugh in the Dark. The ride featured a tunnel in which ghouls, demons, and skeletons would pop up and scare you you as your car jolted from side to side in the dark. While sprucing up the set, a Six Million Dollar employee spotted a mannequin hanging from a noose in the corner. He reached for the mannequin's arm and the arm broke off in his hand. Looking at the dismembered limb, the worker was astonished to see what looked like bone beneath the layers of desiccated skin. This was no mannequin, this was a man. And this was the corpse of Elmer McCurdy, an outlaw who died in a gunfight with police 65 years before being found in the funhouse. What? Yep. His body was taken to a funeral home in Powhuska, but no one claimed it. Seeing a money-making opportunity, the undertaker embalmed him and allowed visitors to view the preserved corpse if they placed a nickel in his mouth. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, five years into this lucrative scheme, a carnival man turned up at the funeral home claiming to be a long-lost relative of McCurdy and requested to take the body so it could be laid to rest properly. He was, of course, lying through his teeth. Within weeks, the McCurdy corpse was a star attraction of the traveling carnival. For 60 years, McCurdy's mummy made the rounds of carnivals, wax museums, and haunted houses until it turned up inexplicably at the Pike in Long Beach. Okay, well that <laughs> yeah, that at least makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, yeah, but he's buried now, so that's good. Well, that, yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> Jeez. Cool. Well, anyway, that, that did not happen at this location that we were at. Fortunately, yeah. we did get a reenact some reenactments like right off the bat, including yeah. one of a guy getting murdered and his dog being extremely not bothered about it. <laughs> Well, it was like the most casual murder in the history of forever. Yeah, Yeah, so the the history of this place is that it originally was like a tent hospital for gold miners. Yes. Apparently, uh, this town was like the place to go if you were searching for gold during the California gold rush. And anyone who was hurt went to this like tent hospital and and they really emphasized the fact that old people died because of mining and also died because of being murdered for gold. (laughs) Which The reenactment they did was just incredible. Yes, (laughs) yes. Because the guy walks up, you mind if I pan here? And the other guy was like, no, please don't. And then he's like, all right. And then just grabbed an axe and hit him with it. Wax him. Wax him. Yeah. Um, We cut to the dog (laughs) and they they tried to get like the most surprised look of that dog. And it was like a, a golden retriever or something. Yeah. Or a lab. It was just a, lab. a lab. And it didn't right. look... It wasn't like a scary surprise that this lab received. It was like, oh, is that... Oh, okay. It, lo- it oh, looked yeah. like the dog just saw a squirrel. And he was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was zoning out for a second. Did you just kill my dad? <laughs> and then they, they... like, So yeah, this is like Gold Rush history. And then eventually the, the, the present day building. So the hospital was formed in... 1849 and then the current day building was finished in 1967 and then only in 2007 did the hospital close because of financial issues apparently they were like millions of dollars in debt and yeah so um, uh, they did make mention at one point that somehow there is like logical precedent for ghosts that died in the first location moving over to the second location mm-hmm. do you yeah. remember any of the details they gave us about this no and I'm, I'm curious <laughs> as to like where how like how far apart 
apart these locations were to meet one another. <laughs> that would be interesting to know. <laughs> well, I think the explanation Zach gave was just like, this hospital was close to the, it's on the same ground. Well, you know what? Sure. The whole North American continent is on the same on ground, the same- so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so also, the Ghost Adventures crew are supposedly the first ghost hunting team to ever come here. However, this is uh, corroborated by Ed, whose credibility I question. Ed is one of the, <laughs> the only people we talked to in this episode. Rather small cast for a Ghost Adventures episode. Mm-hmm. We meet Ed, and we meet Christy, and we meet Rosie, and that's about it. Edward yeah. is a retired engineer who worked work at the here. hospital for 18 years and then Christy she was a I believe she was a nurse, a nurse. well actually it, it her Chiron just said former employee actually, okay so we I don't really it. know right and she seemed very upset and then we also see Sean McIntyre oh, Sean, I forgot about Sean who is an actor in a horror movie can we that, do a reenactment oh, Cassie geez. I'll be Zach okay, and you be okay, Sean okay 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 so you're are you an actor Sean yeah yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, you're uh, an actor. So <laughs> yeah, anyway. yeah. In that in that moment, the decision to make his way on this television show flashed before his eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, we all know that Sean. What's his name? Sean McIntyre. And then we, of course, we all know that Sean McIntyre went on to be an extremely famous uh, star of <laughs> s- s- screen and, and film. So, starting with Edward, Edward just talks about how he he know, he thinks that there's several spirits in the hospital, yep. and that he names the most prominent one George. That's George. George. And his, his excuse, or well, not excuse, but like his reasoning here is that he doesn't think it's right for a ghost not to. To have a name so he just calls him george <laughs> right sure. but what if the ghost does have a name there's a great okay so george <laughs> right. becomes a character in this episode in a really fun way like there's a prospector they just film him doing naughty things around the <laughs> hospital <laughs> yeah. and he's always staring at the camera breaking the fourth wall <laughs> my name's not george yeah, those were the best cutaways. I feel like those made the episode. Yeah. Because the uh, the shot of him, not only when he was like bouncing around the room, they got like this one shot of him staring thoughtfully into the camera, stroking his chin. But then about two minutes later, there was a shot of him on some kind of like portable toilet chair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with um, his pants down. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. If you look closely, his pants weren't down. They were non-existent. Because <laughs> when, when you rewound that shot, if you look, he has suspenders clipped to his boots, and he has no fucking pants at all. <laughs> so, so in setting up that shot, what the hell was going on? <laughs> wow. I wonder. We if- need to see the boots. <laughs> I wonder if this actor was like an extremely eccentric person. <laughs> what if I took my pants off? <laughs> How do they know I'm a prospector if you can't see the boot tops? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then that one shot was just like, I ain't named George. <laughs> yeah. He was he was the star of this, in my opinion. George I was the star. Yeah. So Aaron and Nick kind of get distracted while the investigation is ongoing. So like even when they're doing like the detective work at the beginning, they're already hearing like voices and things, which is interesting. We learn later on in the episode that there is one person who still works here. So maybe these voices are a little bit less than unexplainable. Yeah. And you notice they didn't connect those dots in the episode. They really didn't. I Uh, wonder. Hold on. Okay, I'm gonna. I just had a thought, and I'm gonna come back to it at the very end. Okay. <laughs> so oh just, boy. If I forget, remind me, please. You're um, not gonna tell us what it is. You're just gonna keep us in suspense. Yeah, okay. I'm okay. Just gonna... So Cassie had a thought. Listener, if you remember, but we don't, send us an email. <laughs> right. Um. So Christy Moore, who was one of the the 
interviewees, she, of course, she said she used to work there. And the only thing that she really tells us is that she felt something on the back of her head once and that she feels uncomfortable there. Yeah, And she feels uncomfortable and they have to cut the interview short because Mm -hmm. she doesn't like being there. Mm -hmm. Very polite of Zach to actually acquiesce to that demand. Yeah. Which he's in the past has not been great about. No, he is not. No. And then with Sean, the actor, he just talked about this instance where they were trying to shoot and the phone kept ringing. But then when they went to the phone, it was disconnected. Disconnected. I'm going to come back to this thought at the very end of the show because I'm thinking about something like everything's coming together in my head. And, And Mason is correct here. We get the famous like three times repeating with the word emblazoned upon the screen disconnected right. and that was very close to another super cheesy editing moment that i couldn't stop thinking about and it was it was during somewhere in this interview scene they opted to use a lens flare transition indoors which like <laughs> i'm Why? not a cinematography guy but it just seemed really weird yeah you're in a fucking room and then like the camera doesn't move and then big lens flare to yeah. another room yeah and it's really really dark and it's not backlit so there's no it's like the ghost source. light oh right. yeah ghost light <laughs> Oh, yeah, right. It's the most Windows movie maker thing. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. We learned that George can be a bit of a butthead sometimes. And, <laughs> and Zach thought this was really Zach funny. Zach loved that. He loved the, the use yeah. of the word butthead. That's Ed talking there. And while they're talking to Ed, they hear some stuff and decide to go sort of chase after what they're hearing and get the spirit box out to like really drill down in on it. And they get a couple questions into the spirit box session before Zach has to stop because he gets a really bad headache. <laughs> She oh, thinks a very the ghost. bad. Very, very sharp pains in my right temple. Very bad. Very, very sharp. And he's dr- I thought in that moment maybe I was feeling like what it would be to die, or something <laughs> yeah. like that. He's like com- he's like drawing conclusions that a spirit is like, or that he's feeling what a a past, or he's feeling what a person once felt when they injured their head. But he's just making this up. Like there's right. There's no. <laughs> There's this great scene where he's talking to Nick alone and he's like, and Nick, as you know, I sometimes get these transferences. Oh, you mean headaches? Well, supposedly this is Zach's burgeoning psychic power. Mason, are you are you aware of this at all? Okay, Zach's burgeoning psychic power. Is it the ability to generate emo band names just by talking or is this a different? This is a different one. That one he that one came in middle school. This one he's developing later in life. And basically the idea, his idea that he gets is that either just this is innate and it took a while to wake up or being exposed to haunted places has caused him to become somewhat of a like a medium, but the type of medium who feels what the the dead have felt or sees images in his head. Yeah. So he believes that he has the psychic ability to like receive those messages. Ah. This seems like the first steps into that because like like modern ghost adventures, he is all in on it Mm -hmm. and he'll spend time walking around and be looking into the camera being like, I'm seeing blood all over the walls. (laughs) Just getting flashes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. (laughs) I I mentioned this to you before. I binge watched like seasons one through three because I had a roommate who was obsessed with it. This is the latest episode I've seen you're telling me he gets even more crazy yeah season 16 is currently running and it's really something it's very different yeah (laughs) I thought like didn't I thought Nick and Aaron peaced out though Aaron did no No, Nick Nick did did. Nick did did. Aaron's still with him Aaron's still doing it yeah Uh, it's now the crew is Zach Aaron Billy and Jay they're like the four main guys but they have like a whole team now and Dakota Layden yeah that kid that one kid who did the fake ghost adventures bits 
Yeah. Oh, this same friend who, uh, the roommate I had that was obsessed with Ghost Adventures, uh, got to like meet and talk with that kid for a while because they both did that contest. Really? Wow. Wow. Yeah. So we are three degrees from Zach Bagans now. Yeah. 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 I don't know how you f- want to feel about that, but it's true. Every now. day I want to get closer. Ugh. I want, my goal <laughs> is to meet the man in person. Yeah. <laughs> Stand in his presence. Bask in the Bagans. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what he smells like. <laughs> Whatever it, is, whatever it is that he smells like, it's too yeah. intense and he uses too much of it. Yeah. 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 Like, like way too much axe. <laughs> it's like that. Okay. Do you I, tangent here? Do you remember in um, that episode of documentary now with the big, big Vivi and little Vivi yeah. where she's asking the, the boy to spray bug spray on her? <laughs> That's what I'm seeing. <laughs> Get everywhere. Get it all over. Mason, have you seen documentary now? No, but Great. I think I have to. Great yeah, TV really, show. Well, Great. at least the first, like, first, just watch the first episode of the first season and you're good. Yeah. I mean, there's some good stuff in there, but the first episode is so strong mm-hmm. that it, it's like, it's a fake documentary show and we love that shit. We like, we're crazy mm-hmm. about that kind of thing. Well, and and also the weird thing is a lot of those fake documentaries are based on real documentaries, including the first episode. Yes. It was a real documentary. It's about, um. And then they just put a twist on it. It's her name, Jackie O's family. Yeah. Yeah. The two ladies that lived in this condemned house. Anyway. Well, now I know what I'm doing tonight. Oh, my God. <laughs> so they get a voice from the spirit box that supposedly calls out to a person, to, supposedly calls out to Jacob. And this causes a lot of like, you know, c- everybody's kind of confused and putting their heads together, trying to figure out what's up with that. They come up with a lot of explanations. Right. When they named the they named the ghost fucking arbitrarily George and like, well, who's this Jacob? But anyway... <laughs> The meanwhile, the ghost is like, my name's Jacob. My name's right. not George. <laughs> yeah, my name ain't George. <laughs> so in order to solve this mystery, they decide, they learn that there is a person who still works in the records department and that they can go talk to her. If I can pause the timeline for a moment. Yeah. But between the first time they heard Jacob and then something that I took note of was... They did what they did the classic thing was like we brought this file into an audio software program their words yes and yes. then then they did nothing with it they just played it back the same way it was because it was pretty clear <laughs> yeah and all they did was speculate in that room yeah. as though putting it in that software allowed them to I don't know it's, it's like kinda, you trap the ghost in audacity it's kind of like when right. people are like this smells awful you want to smell it yeah this, yeah this sounds spooky listen to it. <laughs> Zach throws around the, the, the term female spirit or it's a female. Yeah. He just yeah. always words it so weirdly. And I don't think he It ever, is a female. I don't think he ever says male spirit. It's he just, does. He does. Oh, he does? He okay. just talks like a fucking weirdo. Like an alien. Yeah. He just has, he can make any words uncomfortable. Yeah. It's just kind of how he is. Yeah. Yeah. It was just the moment where he's talking to the, uh, the person behind the counter and he says, uh, she says, I'm kind of weird. And he goes, you're kind of weird. So am I. Yes. Yes. Laying it on a bit thick. Right. Like that can be playful banter, but the way he says things makes it very uncomfortable. Like he's trying to compete with her. Yeah. (laughs) Or like he's going to kill her. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's almost like, it's almost like he heard her say that. And then he was like, damn, that was good. Well, I'm going to tag on to that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of weird, too. Yeah. So this lady probably 
enjoys her job immensely. She gets to work by herself and not get bothered by anyone doing doing her files. I'm glad I wasn't the only one thinking that. I was like, damn, I love that. (laughs) And so she pulls some records for them. And as it turns out, there were two patients here by the name of Jacob, which is very interesting to me that in all of these years, only two Jacobs came through. She she must have filtered these somehow. But this was like massive news for the the Ghost Adventures crew. Oh, but there's even bigger news because one of them died here. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> no. That's so, like, unrealistic. Right. In a hospital? No. That's no. where people go to get better, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Freaky. Nick is like, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it also fucks with some of their earlier theories because the gold rush happened in the middle of the 1800s and these people were checked in in the early 1900s. They rationalize it by saying, well, probably still people were mining for gold at that time. I don't know if that's true or not. They clearly didn't check on that. No. Right. But regardless, that's kind of wrapping it up for the detectives portion. Um, As we sort of smoothly, very smooth glide into the lockdown for this episode, we learn that Billy is calling Zach on the way there because something has happened. On the Kinect. Something free. I love that they're using a Kinect camera and that they're talking about it like it's this super advanced piece of ghost hunting (laughs) equipment. Yeah. Like, as anyone who's had one knows, the Kinect is an incredibly, incredibly scientific instrument. (laughs) Yeah, this is before they started changing their nomenclature, because in later episodes, they refer to it as the SLS or structured light sensor camera. I'm Ah. assuming to escape the, the connotation of... A, a toy that Microsoft made for gamers. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's also kind of like how Zach was was saying. There's a it uses a laser array and a CMOS camera. What does a that CMOS mean? A CMOS sensor is what's in every fucking digital. Ca- it's just a digital image sensor. It's in every <laughs> camera. Period. <laughs> but uh, that's probably the, what what uh, uh, Bill Chapel told him. Is this yeah. the first time Using meeting fancy Bill? words. No. Wait. Is this us? the Ghost Adventures crew's first time meeting Bill? This no, episode? no. No? We've, we've talked about Bill a lot. No, I'm saying these guys. Is this Zach, Nick, and Aaron's first time meeting with Bill? Bill Chapel? Yeah. They've. I'm pretty sure they've met with him. Oh, okay. I just couldn't tell. I don't okay. know. I'm, I can't tell anything about the show anymore. Okay. And, well, right. and you definitely can't gauge it by how comfortable Bill seems, that's for sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's, <laughs> God, such a fraud. So, uh, the boys end up coming over. To, to watch the, the film. Billy is just like hyped up. He is so yeah. excited. Oh, yeah. The image is set on this, what are they called? A gurney. Gurney, thank you. And there's a CPR dummy on the gurney. It's like their trigger object trying to pretend that it's like an old patient. What shows up on the Connect Cam footage is kind of a stick figure head and arms and torso but really low and it's like cranking something yeah one of its arms yeah. are, one of the arm is normal and the other arm is like just really whipping out it's <laughs> it's the stankiest arm it is just going crazy yeah, yeah. it's like it's doing like a, a kind of like old footage of like elvis moving around elvis and stuff, yeah maybe yeah. with his arms yeah um, oh my gosh yeah that's pretty dead on <laughs> thank actually. you <laughs> um, and then, like, I, I noticed, Air, like, they're trying to describe to each other, like, what it looks like. And, and like, Zach's talking about how you can clearly see. And they, like, show on, on the film, like, identified the head, the neck, the arms, or whatever. And, and then, what's really interesting... <laughs> 
And then Aaron's like, yeah, and it's like it's sitting on the bed like this. And I feel like Aaron just saw it completely different in some way. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure. but it's just Aaron's really, perspective was unique, yes. It's just really funny like hearing their different perspectives because it's like, yeah, you're going to see it in many different ways. Yeah. <laughs> but nobody acknowledges that it's just wigging out. They all are acting as though it's doing perfectly logical motions. Yes, because this camera is lacking in any type of malfunction, of course. Mm, no false positives. They discuss how easily this thing identifies human form. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, when they decide to actually move in, they the connect kind of stops tracking anything so they don't see anything on the screen and they start evp but their evp recorders batteries get drained whoa oh but max not just one two (laughs) dun 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 so the third recorder does survive and they ask some questions but i don't think like do we get any evps i didn't write any down Uh i don't think we did no no they were just talking about how cool the whole experience was and i think it's the nick that said the ghost thought the mannequin was real (laughs) (laughs) right and then yeah oh god yeah he's like maybe maybe the the ghost thought that it had finished helping the mannequin and just left yeah (laughs) which is just a complete Completely insane. And I wrote idea. on my notes, aha, tricked him. <laughs> <laughs> well, then the next step that Nick takes, obviously, is that he is going to become the dummy. Or in Zach, narrator Zach's words, as he's now simulating the dummy. Yeah. Which. <laughs> okay. Oh, Zach, your use of words. I have that on my list of emo band names I pulled from this episode. Simulating the dummy. Nice. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. So Nick gets on the bed. Okay, I want to point something out. I'm sorry. It just came to mind. No, cool. So he has to move around a IV fluid... Um, what do you call the thing that goes from the IV bag into your vein? The like cable, the cord, that whatever that is, the cable that goes from the IV bag, he has to move it and you can kind of see it moving. Mm-hmm. So I noticed something later on. So, okay, Nick is, he lays down in the bed and they do a lot of different things. They ask for EVP. Nick starts to get cold and suddenly, and well, he also starts to feel bad. Like he gets bad feeling in his head and his tummy and suddenly... It appears again Mm -hmm. right next to him. And I love how excited they get. Uh, Aaron yells out, it looks like it's punching your gut. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like the same, almost the same image that we saw before, except it actually like half of the figure aligns with Nick's neck and arm. Yeah. Well, and the other half of it is is aligned with that fluid cable. Seriously? Yes. The image is reversed, so you can't tell immediately. But when I watched, I made special paid special attention to the way he got up, and the way he gets up is he moves towards the the Connect camera, Uh and I noticed that the image on the Connect monitor was reversed because when we see him getting up, he in like real vision, he's getting up on the same side as the IV bag. Oh shit! So oh my I god! I think what it has been recording this entire time has just been the fluid bag moving. The, yeah, the cord. Yes, the little cable that like takes your IV medicine and gives it to you. That thing has just been moving this whole time, oh. and the connect has been tracking that. <laughs> Holy shit! You just blew this wide open. Nobody notices. You debunked no, it. No, I debunked it. <laughs> debunked. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, that makes sense. Although I do love the punching motion that it picks up right yeah. before Nick gets <laughs> up. That was great. That was great. And Nick does get really bad stomach issues here. Yeah, he, he like, almost throws up. He says he's dry heaving and you can kind of see him and hear him doing it too. It's very <laughs> uncomfortable. At one point, Aaron, so Aaron is like following him, asking him, and at one point Nick is like, stop talking to me, Aaron. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't talk to me. Oh uh, yeah. So they go, uh, Nick and Aaron leave, Zach stays behind He's got the spirit box out while Nick and Aaron yeah. are kind of regrouping. The spirit box says this things that don't sound like what he thinks they're saying. Like That here. one was, oh my God, that one was so bad. The spirit box pisses me off on a lot of levels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And part of it, if if I can get nerdy for just Please a second. Please do. Yeah. You work in radio, so I'm sure you understand exactly how fake this is. Yeah. Okay. So like, <laughs> I'm studying broadcast engineering. And if there's anyone else who is this explanation, and you, uh, if I explain this poorly, please don't kill me. But at us, not him. Yeah, at, yeah. <laughs> so the, all the spirit box is is a radio that sweeps through all of the frequencies, right? Yes. Right. So the way a radio station works, in brief, is that you have like a carrier frequency. It's 99.1 or whatever. That's the laser FM. And what it's doing is it's broadcasting at 99.1 megahertz, and it's wiggling that signal up and down about 75 kilohertz, but that's not important. And what this radio is doing is sweeping along all of these carrier frequencies so it's trying to suggest that what ghosts are doing are speaking strictly within the FM electromagnetic band <laughs> across various deliberate and specific frequencies in a frequency modulated way that they're, unless every single dead person they've ever picked up on a spirit box is a fucking radio engineer, it makes absolutely no sense. It's, it's the most asinine device. And I love it because, because of that, but it's just frustrating. And then whenever they say, oh, it was the same voice across multiple sweeps. You ever listen to fucking NPR? They yeah. have like 80 fucking stations everywhere all playing the same thing at the same time. Yeah, you're right. So Cassie, when I I'm I, I'm so sorry about earlier. I just I just remembered that the SB7 Spirit Box is made by Digital Dowsing, which is a Bill Chapel enterprise. Yeah. So my incredulity that they had not met Bill Ca Bill Chapel was totally unfounded. Obviously, Wait, what? oh Mason, have we not given you? The oh, there's a critical piece here. They get all of their equipment from a group called Digital Dowsing, and Bill Chapel is the is digital dowsing. So what is this skeptic shit he's playing at the end then? Oh, it's know, total dude. bullshit. It's bullshit. He knows what he's doing. I, do, I also think that Bill Chappell absolutely doesn't believe in ghosts. He just knows that people who do believe in ghosts will buy anything. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that's our take. That's my take. The other yeah. guy, well, who's the other guy? Gary, Gary Galka. Galka. Gary Galka he, believes. He's a true yeah, believer. Yeah, you can tell he believes and it means... Like, it, it means something to him. But Bill Chappell is a fraud. Yeah. Does Galka also sell stuff? Like, make spirit boxes and things? He does. He, do, I don't know if he sells them. He makes them for the Ghost Adventures crew. Like, specifically, he creates bespoke technology for them. Uh -huh. But I don't know whether he sold it. He might have. And he actually has, like, purpose behind why he does yeah, what he does. He, he got into the paranormal because he wanted to contact his dead child yeah. who's beyond the grave. Yeah. And so, like, it's kind of like, it's a little bit like movie, like Hallmark movie of him. Yeah. But uh, he, like, seems to be more into it than Bill. Yeah. Okay. I'm also mad that Bill is making and selling these because it's literally a broken radio. It's a radio receiver that scans but doesn't stop and has, like, probably nothing for an antenna. And he's selling them for more than you probably could buy a radio for. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, this stuff is quite expensive. <laughs> All right. Hold on. I'm going to Google. Yeah. I'm okay, going to right, right. get in there. Uh, he, he created a device called the Ovalus, which. Oh, yeah. You know about the Ovalus? Yeah. Yeah. That's all him. That's great. That Yeah, the thing that is programmed, I think as you've pointed out several times on this show, only with English words. Mm. 
Because that's the one that spits out like a an artificially produced voice that's saying words from a dictionary it has. Yes, and supposedly it uses some combination of temperature, atmospheric pressure, and background EMF to, to, to look these words up. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Do I mean, who knows? <laughs> so it's it's using the environment as a random number generator. Yes, it is actually. Yeah, that's okay. that's accurate. Uh, it's also at a low, low price of three hundred and forty-five to three hundred and sixty-five dollars. There's a there's a range for some reason. Bill Chappell is getting oh so rich god. on this shit. Yeah. Oh my god. X cam. Yeah, oh. that's it. That's the X cam. That's the uh, static night vision camera that they use. Oh, and it can be yours for only one thousand two hundred and seventy-five U.S. dollars. <laughs> This is insane. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, oh an energy cool. speaker is only 30 bucks, though. Oh, well. What a bargain. He's got, he's got a contact microphone? What does that even have to do with paranormal stuff? That's like, what do you mic up a guitar for when you're playing for the spirits? What? He's got, have you been to his shop online? Yeah. Briefly. There's also, so there's, oh my God. So there's all this tech stuff that's like big bucks, like fancy looking gear. And then there's Alien Amulet, which is like a, Cheap copper stamped thing. It looks like his niece made. They go for nine ninety five to ten ninety five. Yep. I love the then, fluidity of the prices on Bill Chappell's website. <laughs> they are man. He runs the whole gamut. Oh, and the meditation pyramid coming soon. Oh <laughs> my god. Wait, have you seen that? No. No meditation oh. period's a new one on me. Okay, I'm looking oh, at pyramid. Oh, sorry. Hold on. It is a. Uh, it is a pyramid shaped. Th- th- mm. You got to see it. It's a okay. pyramid where the edges are lit up, and it's got a picture of Bill Chapel sitting in the middle are of it. Are you kidding me? Uh, doing an improper meditation sitting method. He's just sitting crisscross applesauce. Oh my god! Okay, I got I got Search see. for digital dowsing. Yeah, go. there it is. Do you want to know the de- the description on this? Yeah. Deep meditation was practiced by Nikola Tesla, Albert Einstein, Thomas Edison, and many other greats from our past. Well, they may not have sat in a pyramid, you can. Further details coming soon. Wow. Further so, details coming soon. Oh, my. And then at the top, coming soon. No, I'm going to wait till you see it. Okay, hold on. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, he has financing options for you. Oh, man. I just wish I had infinite money because I'd buy some of all of this and take it apart. Oh, he sells dowsing rods. For 20 bucks. They're two metal poles. And they don't even have the spinny handles like the good ones. Oh, God. Yeah, those alien the amulets. Alien amulet. wow. It's a crucifix of alien. Yeah. Oh. Project Bread. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> All right, you found it. I, you found it. I did. <laughs> the meditation. Nothing, oh, nothing could have prepared me for the meditation God. pyramid. I'm sorry, then, but if you are a skeptic, you are not going to have a store like this. Yeah. And that is clearly him in the picture. Yeah. Unless, unless you're you're trying to yank everyone's chain, which is what he's doing. You can sign up for Clearly. meditation pyramid updates, Cassie. Subscribe. Oh my god! To updates. Let's hey, you like no joke. You totally should. <laughs> I really should. It could be I'm a recurring going, I'm feature. I'm going to do that. Hold on a second. Subscribe. Also, just above it, coming soon. The mind the- controllable meditation pyramid. What the fuck. <laughs> Okay, what email should I use? Should, should I use, use our, ours? Our, our, our podcast email, definitely. Do you think he's going to out us? No. Okay, all right. <laughs> Bill Chapel. <laughs> Bill's going to get on the horn with Zach. Hey, Zach, you need to hear about these two podcasters. <laughs> As though that wouldn't be the best possible <gasps> press you could get. Okay, I'm signing up for three, so two things. The newsletter and the meditation, and the meditation period. What have we done? <laughs> this... Website we've, is amazing. We've climbed into a rabbit hole. 
please confirm your subscription. Okay, all right, hold on, hold on. Gotta confirm it, gotta confirm it. Click here to confirm. I love how Castlevania, the digital dowsing logo is. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, it super is. Thank yeah, you. The- We're in. All right. <laughs> We're in- in. Insider deals from digital dowsing. Cool. Dang. So we got a little bit more show to cover. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know. No, no, that was was a lovely adventure. I'm so happy we went there. Uh, Zach gets help patient on the spirit box. He's still in there. Zach asks a question that maybe he's asked before. We've definitely asked something along these lines. He says to the spirit box, is there something wrong with me? And gets <laughs> no, and gets apparently now get out. That's what they say. The spirit box says. It doesn't sound like a voice. Doesn't sound like anything. It sounds like beep boop boop. Yeah, it's Honestly, like R two D two saying it. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. And like sometimes they do get really clear things from the spirit box, but not in this episode. Nope. Nope. So while this is happening to Zach, Nick is still sort of feeling the residual effects. Like he's still nauseous. He's still dry heaving a little bit. And also they capture some orbs going in and out of him. Mm. And and it it is totally dust. It's definitely dust. You see the first, the the orb go in, the orb go out. And then you see like a few flecks on the the lower right hand side of the screen, which are totally dust. Also around this point, so they're they're just like getting so excited. Yeah, like they oh, they're are flipping out. The boys have been pumped. activated. Yeah, and um, Nick is like showing <laughs> his his, his chicken bumps on his arms, and you can see that he shaves his arm hair and not carefully and not carefully. Like he shaved in a hurry. It's not like it's not like five o'clock shadow, but it's like it's like he's gone several days without shaving his arms. And the razor burn is real. Well, and you can just it's just very obvious. And yeah, it's like, why are you doing that? I get it. I get it. Some people, you know, you might have extra hair or it might be really dark. Love yourself, Nick. But yeah, Yeah. like (laughs) how... I don't know. Uh, so, do, okay, do you think that Zach also shaves his arms? Oh, I'm... I'm almost certain of it. Well, okay, part of me is Whoa. like... Okay, like some some guys are just... They don't have much hair at all. They don't have all. a lot of body hair, yeah. And I'm, I'm wondering, is it that? Is Does Zach, like, wax everything? Because he always I... appears very smooth. And I'm wondering if Nick is feeling pressured to also appear smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the, no. Write that emo band name down, The Pressure to Appear Smooth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going on the list. Um, you know, like that Santana song from yeah. 1999? Yeah. It's a hot one. Yeah. Or is he, like, is he a very hairy man and does he just feel very self-conscious? And I could understand that. But, like, there are, mm, you could, like, well, I know, some, pe- <laughs> some people are allergic to nair. Uh, His skincare is not, he hasn't done a fantastic job. I feel like, okay, that came across very judgy. I'm just saying, the there's some razor burn going on and it looks uncomfortable maybe, for him. Maybe You've he, given me an idea. Okay. I mean, as far as Zach goes, I wouldn't be surprised if he wakes up every morning, goes into a flotation chamber made of wax, and then has it peeled by servants because he's into <laughs> weird stuff. Yeah. But what if it was from the producers so that when they show their arms to the camera all the time, oh they can God. see the goosebumps better? Maybe they're like, I just your got that idea too. We thought the you same did. thought at the same time. Same hat. Boom. Boom. It's, same hat. Great it's got to be. Great minds think it. alike. <laughs> I think I, 
I wonder if that's it. So what's the truth, Travel Channel? Yeah. Scripts, send us an email. I want to focus more on Zach's arms now and also a- Aaron's arms now. Aaron's? No, we saw Aaron's and that was natural hair. They were like oh, you're right. curly you're and right. soft. Yeah. Whereas Nick's were barbed and, and, and ready sharp. Ready to slice. You're ready to slice. <laughs> it's a bad hug situation. It really barbed is. Barbed arms. Oh. Yeah. It really oh. is. So uh, 20 minutes, no voices in the operating room. Zach does get the ghost to self-identify as George. So I guess we're throwing out the Jacob idea completely already. Oh, and I love that they left the dummy that Nick just threw on the ground in the frame. Yep. Like <laughs> That was great composition. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's Zach lying in this bed, and then on the ground is just this dummy with its arms over its head. <laughs> Looking very uncomfortable. Yeah. So everything starts to kind of pop off. The guys get really like really jumpy and agitated because while when they when Zach leaves to return to nerve center, he's the instigator, of course, because he's the guy who always does it. And he he notices that there is something going on in one of the audio files. And when they play it back, they hear a loud crash come from the operating room. So they 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 rush in to try and figure out what it is. And of course, as they're as Zach and Nick and Aaron are walking in, Aaron's Aaron and Nick are like pumping each other up. Nip's like, this is the most insane emotional lockdown I've ever been on. And oh, Aaron's man. going, This is crazy. And they, they end up going into the room and they find that the monitor has fallen over. And then they also like correlate the EMF detector going off with the falling of the monitor. But I'm like, okay, if the monitor if the monitor was on while that happened, chances are are the electronics in it probably kind of went wonky a little bit yeah they probably freaked out and so that's probably why the emf detector is like reacting a little bit yeah as this giant screen is falling past it yeah that is on, yeah <laughs> right <laughs> yeah and I, and I love that they were like oh it, if you watch the footage it appears that it was pushed over with force yeah no. and then when you watch it you can see it sort of like settle and then fall yeah like it falls pretty quick but it <laughs> fucking just fell over yeah. there is a moment on where at first i didn't know what i was looking at but then i realized that i these guys are so weird what they've done is they've aimed a fucking handheld <laughs> camera at the monitor instead yeah, of just yes. patching the monitor feed into their nerve center and yeah. so what they're looking at is what what i saw was the monitor moving backwards before the big fall and you can see it it looks like there's uh-huh. a zoom going on uh-huh. but because of the way that they patched it in it's pretty obvious what happened well and it's funny because when zach's like trying to show like he's putting it back up and he's like this is very sturdy and you can see it like wobble as he's <laughs> yeah <laughs> it completely undermines this whole point the thing fucking he doesn't take his hand off it because it would have fallen over yeah 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 but you're right like what what kind of old school let's play bullshit are they doing when they're not when they're putting a camera at a TV screen? Yeah. Also, it's 2011, the, you know. Yeah. And that was a Kinect, right? That was the Kinect cam monitor? Yep. Did they have were they did they have an Xbox in there? They sure did because there was also an Xbox controller on the table. <laughs> oh, that's right. So they were just using an Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's the credibility is so good. Oh Love my god. credibility. Uh so we end up getting, um, they, they see a light through two doors at the in end the of basement. a hallway on some video. They're watching, this is Billy uh, watching the video. 
and they're like trying to figure out what's going on and they end up uh, investigating it and and I thought about this before they did but it looks like car lights going through the windows and yeah. you're looking at it with a critical eye it's car lights immediately not even a critical eye <laughs> like it just it looks like ca- what car lights look like when they go past the building and what it looks right. like through the window anyway they figured that out they're like we debunked this like they they made it a, a fantastic scientific discovery and like there was a moment when Aaron and Zach and maybe Nick too, maybe some other people are like in the elevator. Is this when they're going? I forget where they're going. They're going Not somewhere. To, this, is, this is after they decide to go down to the basement. Okay. Okay. Also, that is the last place I'd want to be in a haunted hospital. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even th- even though it's like a perfectly working, well-lit elevator. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the scariest part. Yeah, but um, I noticed that like at the same exact time, Zach, they were both describing like how like pumped they were about all the activity that they were catching. And Zach says, I'm on edge. And at the same time, Aaron says something like, this, this is, is awesome. awesome. And the coincide. Like, the two phrases coinciding together and overlapping made it sound like Zach said, I'm on ass. I'm on ass right now. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I, I had to re- have us rewind the, the, the film so I could listen to that again. So the next part, I kind of want to deliver a little bit of a warning about, uh, because the boys have learned everything that they know about <laughs> mental health from movies and TV shows. Horror movies. Um, horror movies, specifically. So th- this is just really the worst handling of this kind of thing that you could yeah. as, like ask for basically the word crazy is used so many times well and the the behaviors they describe they describe like so Ugh. basically what happens is the Aaron gets Ugh. sent up to the third floor the third floor was used as the like as the the floor for people who are having mental health crises and there is an isolation room there because sometimes that uh, that was considered necessary but Aaron's right. calling it the padded room i yes. got to find the padded room where or- or what was the other thing? They said some kind of slang term for it. He oh. did call it the crazy room at one point. Oh, and also yeah. there's a bunch of, uh, air quotes, graffiti on the walls that I yeah. have very little confidence that the Ghost Adventures crew did not put there themselves because it is all in the same handwriting. Yep. And it's all like the most cheesy, cheesily, like cliche things you could yeah. think oh, of. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you had these preconceptions about mental health issues and people... Yeah, well, and they're talking about how, oh, there were, like, two suicide attempts and one person actually jumped out a window or whatever, and it's like... Oh, yeah, you should you should go back to that lady who works in the records office and see if that's true. <laughs> Maybe. It's like... <laughs> you could verify yeah. that. Well, it's like, it's like they don't understand, like... Well, they don't understand mental illness, and they don't understand that, like, you don't they're have still, to be... You're still a person. You, you still have... Yeah. Well, you don't yeah. have to be rocking back and forth in the fetal position to want to jump out a, a window. Like, people just get depressed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes need to be in a hospital to make sure that they don't do anything to themselves. No, they, they basically just perpetuate every single negative stereotype yeah. there yeah. is about people. With, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. And then Aaron's like freaking out in the, the rubber room. Gee, that are, was are you, the word. That you, was the phrase. Yeah. Are you telling me that a person in isolation can experience all kinds of discomfort in the and, dark yeah. at like 3 a.m. Yeah, fucking galaxy brain Aaron over here. <laughs> yeah, and, and then the guys watching him over like, yeah, camera. Classic. Oh, yeah, he's going crazy. It's totally classic. I know because I just finished reading the DSM-4. <laughs> <laughs> 
he didn't actually say that. He doesn't know what the DSM is. <laughs> no, that's hilarious. And Aaron, Aaron hears footsteps. I heard the footsteps too. That's on yeah. audio, so that is creepy. Yes, but he also thinks that some someone keeps peeking in on him. Paradolia so, classic. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there he's was... he's feeling really uncomfortable. Oh, I I wrote a note in the wrong place. Um, but it I was just shortly before this whole scene. Where they were describing, I forget the exact words they used at the beginning, but they were like, "This, there's still IV bags hanging up. There's still sheets mm, on the bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, there, there are sharps on the floor. That like They show f- an image of a bed that looks like it has blood on it. Yeah, and it didn't look like one of their staged shots, because they usually fucking contrast those to hell and back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm curious about whether this was actually a health hazard being in this building. Yeah. It seems like <laughs> yeah. it might be. Yeah, it definitely seemed unsafe. Yeah. So Aaron gets freaked out and he runs back to nerve center and we were just pretty tough on him a second ago, but he is very, very bothered by what happened in there and you can tell he's trying to keep it together, Mm -hmm. um, but having a difficult time with that. So I feel bad because also Zach unilaterally decided to send him in first and alone Mm -hmm. to this mission. And Zach gives us a little bit of philosophical stuff about like, (laughs) yeah. Oh, and Aaron's talking about how he like got, like he experienced dissociation. Oh yeah. This is like scary. He was like, I thought that, you know... The last uh, 10 years was all in my head. Yeah. Oof. Which is a definite thing that you can, the phobia that you can have. I had it when I was yeah. younger. Yeah. That is a very real thing. I unfortunately wrote a note that's kind of mean because I I, I wrote Aaron experience what it's like to have an imagination uh, just because <laughs> of him and the things he was saying before that that have led up to that. Yeah. Yeah. But that is also very true that he could, you know, when you're in that situation, it can really fuck with your perception of your own memory and everything mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and your reality there's actually yeah. a, th- a thing called the matrix effect i think or the matrix uh, delusion yeah where you right. feel like your your world is um assimilation yeah right Some, that, somewhat in the sim- similar vein not to dive too deep but there's the there's dissociative identity mm-hmm. and then there's also the other one um just isn't it generalized dissociation you probably sure. know better than us yeah. right now Oh, I had like uh, an episode when I was in high school where I went through a period of time with it. So I looked up stuff about that. I can't, I cannot remember. Okay. Um, Moving past that though, I don't want to lose sight of the moment when Aaron yelled, hey, exactly like Holiday by Green Day. Hey! Out of nowhere though, he was being very quiet. And then all of a sudden, hey! Oh yeah, Yeah. okay, okay. (laughs) show a clip of that. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, that's basically it for the lockdown. At one point, Zach and Nick are talking about Aaron being in there. I just remembered this. And they said, because dawn is approaching so soon, Nick and I have decided to call it a night. It's 3.45 a.m. Right. Dawn will be here in three hours. Right. Mm, It depends. It could be pretty early. Yeah. Well, the episode's not over, though. Because we get to go see Bill Chappell. And this may be the first time Bill Chappell shows his face on television in an episode of Ghost Adventures. Mm -hmm. What's up, Mason? There are just a couple golden quotes right before that happened. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Where Zach pumped out another emo band name where he said something saturated by the residue of their painful thoughts, which is like the the closest thing to colorful wording that he's had in this whole episode. (laughs) Yes. That's Um, his uh, highest grade level writing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a B plus. And then you, at one point, you said this at the same time I was thinking it. He was like, he was going on this long tirade trying to be deep and meaningful. And he was like, proving that this energy, and he turns to the camera, are spirits. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I don't know, that just killed me. And yeah. that was right before the cutaway to Billy. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, Zach is not good at this part. He <laughs> thinks he's really good at it, but he's not. He's surrounded by people who tell him he's very good at it, but he's not very oh, good yeah. at it. So we did an interview with Bill Chapel here, which is... Who is introduced as a Connect expert. <laughs> <laughs> which, like... <laughs> From the labs, the elite labs of all the Connect spurts. You should see his score in Beat Saber. He's like real good at, with the Connect. Or no, Beat Saber's a VR. Whatever, you know what I well, mean. Well, I bet you anything. Bill Chapel's trying to get the trying to get VR into ghost hunting. Oh, yeah. There's oh, some way he's going to do it. Oh yeah. So Bill basically just does a lot of make does a lot of yeah, work same. to be extremely non-committal about whether it's a ghost or not. Yeah. And they're showing him the footage of the the tiny connect spirit, pretending that he's skeptical. Yeah. Pretending yeah. that he's not a fucking con. Yeah. Who is defrauding these men out of thousands of dollars? <laughs> right. As a cursory glance at his website will, yes. uh, you know, bring you to light on. So, yeah, that's uh, basically the episode. They cut away. Uh, what They ask Jay a question, but they cut away to him, and it looks like they just woke him up from the recliner. <laughs> <laughs> his hair's all disheveled. His eyes are his, what? Yeah, it's connect ghost. <laughs> and then I also don't think, I'd have to watch it again. I don't think he's in the same room, but they tried to make it look like it because Bill's talking and then they do a cutaway like to B camera and Jay's sitting in the chair just like nodding as though it was like a, you know, a piece of B-roll and they cut back to Bill, but the rooms look totally different. Different lighting, different background. Yeah. I don't know. Whoever was editing this episode, like, does Zach do it? Is it Zach? I have always had this question about who edits the episode. And based on Zach's personality, it seems like he probably would be the kind of guy to insist on it. But it is also a lot of long, arduous, busy work Mm -hmm. because of how much, how many hours of footage they get from all their separate cameras. So I can't imagine that he's excited about that. Uh, No, Uh, he's probably just the guy that walks in and goes, lens flare. Lens flare. <laughs> well, there's there's been a oh what was it? Yeah, there was an episode we watched recently where I think it was in England, and you can hear him on the footage saying to like Aaron or Nick, whoever is the camera, okay, now uh, catch us or back away from us and put us in slow motion. <laughs> so oh like, yeah, <laughs> I, I listened to that episode that had me dying. Yeah. I have to watch that. I listened to your episode about it. I have to watch that because I want to see that. (laughs) Yeah, it was really... I felt embarrassed for him. But at the same time, not embarrassed, but like laughing inside my head. Well, that lends credence to the theory that he's the guy who barges in and demands stupid things to be put in because the editor was like, I'm going to fucking show you lens flare this and leave this in. (laughs) It's like that episode of Rocco's Modern Life where the big head's son tries to get fired from his cartooning job by doing it badly. Yeah. But the executives love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been using that metaphor in our personal life like all the time. Yeah. I love that metaphor. I haven't thought about that show in so long. Uh, Have you seen the new one? The reboot? What? What? Netflix Netflix made a 45-minute cartoon special of Rocco's Modern Life uh, where Rocco, Heifer, and Philbert get reintroduced to the world of the 21st century. It's actually really nice and fun and punchy. Is is it it out right now? Yes, it is out. We watched it last night on Netflix. Hey, guys, this has been fun. I got to (laughs) go. You'll like it. I think you'll enjoy it. If you watched Rocco growing up, you should check it out. It's kind of fun. Oh, my God, yeah. it It really speaks to our soul. It seriously does. Yeah. It's very much like, oh, we're living in a world that is very scary and changing very fast. Oh, my gosh. Documentary Now and Rocco Reboot. Who'd have yeah. thought that guesting on this wonderful podcast would have also given me such awesome stuff to watch? That's what we try to do. <laughs> yeah. But so what did you think of this episode of Ghost Adventures, Mason? Oh, I, um, I am glad that it had a longer lockdown because 
in the history of me watching them, nothing is more disappointing than when the whole first section goes on a long time and you're like, yes. oh, they got nothing. Yeah. Yes, and it's so um, boring. I think the intri- the uh, it was an interesting choice for them to leave in so much garbage evidence when they also got a lot of other stuff yeah. that was more, like the, sh- the really shitty spirit box. Why did you leave that when you had all of the connect goodness that you had? Yeah, yeah. Overall, I would say two and a half out of four and three quarters. All right, okay. So, uh, what was your favorite part of this episode? Oh, my favorite part? Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's hard to choose. It's got to be either that lens flare transition indoors or, uh, man, so much of it is just the recurring stuff, like Zach's techno babble, where he just pulls words that people have said to him to explain how things work, uh, like white noise radio waves from the electromagnetic spectrum. I think my favorite moment was the connect thing punching Nick. I yeah. Got it. Yeah. That's, that's just a good piece of, <laughs> of footage. That was pretty good. What about you guys? I think Nick's arm hairs. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. (laughs) For me, it's George. George? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just loved George. Oh, man. I got to change. Yeah, George was like the star of the show. He was. I forgot about him. Well, it's time for a little tweet watch. It is. We're both skimming We're through Twitter. We're both skimming through the, the Zach Bagans Twitter. There's some shit. There's his dog barking at a globe. And really Zach's cute. commentary is, my dog is not happy with the world right now. <laughs> it's really cute. There's a, well, one, one by Zach Biggins. And both times, random strangers came over to see if I was okay. I'm done with slippery seaweed and will only eat the dry <laughs> snack cut. <laughs> okay. okay. All right, Zach. Since I've been on the East Coast in the last 48 hours, I've fallen hard on my ass from slippery seaweed on rocks at two different places and broke my watch. <laughs> Wait, and then the next tweet he talks about eating it. Is that did he like fall down and was like, I'll show you and just rips it <laughs> off the rock with his teeth or something? I guess. Oh, he did post um oh wait, no, Discovery Incorporated post so Zach retweeted this. It's officially three months until Halloween. Woo woo. Which means which means it's almost time for Travel Channel's Ghost Tober event. Oh my god. This year, get ready for a double wait, does Discovery Channel own the Travel I don't Channel? Know. That's I weird. think it's the same company. Okay, I okay. Uh, this I don't year, know, though. <laughs> this year, get ready for a double dose of ghosts with two spectacular specials from the Ghost Adventures crew. Hey, no, the dog in the beginning of this episode didn't have a spot on its eye, right? It was an all, like, white dog. No, that, dog. Was, not, that yeah, was not yeah. Zach's dog, no. Oh, okay. Man, they should have cast Zach's dog. It seems like a much better dog actor. Yeah. Oh, Cassie, you had a thought. Yeah, I did have a thought. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I wrote oh, it I down. Was just, I was just, thank you so much. I was just going to say, um, specifically in regard to, who was our, who was, yeah, in regard to Sean McIntyre's story about the phone ringing, what if Rose was at work? What? Sorry, oh, shit. Sorry, sorry. Sean McIntyre's oh. story, actor who you heard the phone just keep ringing, what if Rose was at work and that was her phone, the lady in who the- works in the records room? Yeah. Huh. Well, and and because like I think you're forgetting that that phone was disconnected. <laughs> well, and like we we hear that like there's still I mean the building isn't dead like there's a woman working there like yeah. anyway that was that was my thought. Yeah. And, no. That's I'm on Nick's Twitter right now. He's a fitness guy now. What? Oh, is he? Yeah. So is so maybe he's shaving his arms so you can see the sweet forearm tone. Yeah. Oh, maybe he got a tattoo or something. Maybe. And that's why oh, he shaved his Oh, that could arm. be it. But there wasn't like a visible tattoo there. I don't no, think No, there there's... wasn't. <laughs> I got a tattoo on my chest, so I shaved my entire body. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I'm going to look up uh, reviews right now. One second. There's a photo of Nick Groff from his Twitter where he has grayed himself out, but allowed the landscape to remain in color. Oh my gosh. Actually, it looks like the trees also oh. might be grayed out. And so he he's just... eliminated all the colors except blue from this photo. Oh, okay. Let me go grab my guitar and play some ninth chords. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we got some reviews. And again, sorry if we've already read these before, but it's just been a really long time since we did this. Yes. So Mangle Expert gave us five stars and the title is so good and then can't listen to them fast enough. We have a five star review from Asim Free, I believe. So so fun. Never realized I was the only one who loved making fun of Ghost Adventures and the crew. I've been working my way through all the episodes and it's so much fun. Thanks for making these. Keep doing more. We have a two star review from Herbom Eight. Den, I think. Okay. It says rambling and tedious. <laughs> yeah, baby. Put the, that on my gravestone. The subjects, right? the subjects are very in- interesting, but three people throw in random sporadic comments and fragments of facts while talking over each other. Have you ever listened to a podcast? Peppered with giggling and laughing. I felt as if I was listening to ill-prepared high school level chatter, often using nondescript words of like, um, ah, uh, and like, ha ha ha, like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> Uh, uh, like, uh, um, really wanted to hang in there to learn more about some historical facilities. This is not the show for that, what guys. I'm sorry. You're, yeah, wrong. But the lack wrong. of editing and delivery made it too annoying. Had to, like, pass on this one. Okay. What? Five. <laughs> five <I> <laughs> yeah. Five star review from Roger. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. We already did this one, I think. Did we read a Roger? Yeah, we read Rogers. What fucking podcast were they, were they trying? What? They wanted to know about ghosts, I guess. And there's probably podcasts out there where you can learn about ghosts, I'm imagining. Uh, we got a five star from... Oh, crap. I didn't get the... It's like Blurameshi, I think. I might be reading that wrong. It says, awesome podcast. I love Ghost Adventures. And this podcast hits all the bad and, and the good. And that comes with the show on the head, including Zach's hilarious ego. While I myself believe in ghosts, this podcast still makes me laugh. And all the hosts are very enjoyable. Keep up all the amazing work. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you so much. And if you leave reviews, that's a wonderful way to help uh, your favorite show do better. Um, help it get found by more people. Another great way is to just tell people about it. You know, just tell your friends about Ghost Adventures, invite them over to watch Ghost Adventures, initiate them into your Ghost Adventures fan club. And if you become a patron on patreon.com, thanks to all of our patrons um, who have and do uh, support us every month. Um, If you become a, I think it's a $5 monthly supporter, I might be wrong, but you get a free PDF of eight bingo cards to play with your friends while you're watching ghost adventures yeah and um we're working on some other bonus content too which we'll be very excited to tell you about soon yeah max is i've been working he's on coming something. up with a good idea yes um mason thank you so much for joining us today yeah thank you yeah thanks for thanks for having me this has been fun yeah. i'm, uh, I'm current I just realized I hadn't left a review yet, so I'm currently writing one. Thank you, Mason. Uh, We'd love to have you on again. Why don't you tell our friends about your show one last time and where they can find you online? Oh, sure. It's it's like a very, it's a totally different kind of area, so it might not be uh, your cup of tea. It's an improv comedy audio, it's like a slow burn audio drama about an improv comedy talk radio show that is explicit. You can find it over at IDonnowRadio.com. It's a part of the Scavengers Network, like our friends here at Insanely Haunted. Uh, it features four hosts, 
making jokes. We have listener-submitted segments. There's kind of a, a story that flows through it, but you can start anywhere you want, and please don't listen to the first few episodes. Please start wherever you want. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of fun with it. We just launched into season two, actually. Cool. Uh, I have to finish editing Congrats. it. Yeah. We did this stupid thing where we decided that for our finale, we were going to make it full-blown audio drama with sound effects, and I spent forever doing that, and we're not... We, we're switching back to easier stuff, but it's a blast. <laughs> you flew too close to the sun. Well, and we yeah. will we will <laughs> exactly. uh, share a promo with our listeners at the end of this for yeah. you guys. Uh, oh, but thank it, you. Of course. But of course, the only things left to do are say what we always say, which is thanks again for listening to us. Thank you. Thank you, Leandra, for letting us use for creating the logo to our show. Thanks, thanks for, for the, the hand. hand. And uh, of course, thanks to the Scavengers <laughs> Network uh, for doing all of this amazing work to help us have a home on the internet and a reminder to please support and visit your state and national parks there's so many out there and you own them they're beautiful Mm -hmm. Uh, but without further ado i think that's gonna do it for us this afternoon and so like i always say my name is max my name is cassie and i've been your pal mason and you just heard a a class a evp nice thank you guys this was so much fun The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. W-I-D-K! Do you wish listening to the radio sucked even more? Join Fish Stick. It stops you from pooping, but it has its own good chemicals that fight the bad chemicals in you, and that's why yogurt's good for you. Lulu! I don't like shellfish to eat. Feels wrong, like you're just prying open someone's house and you're like... The Professor! If you really think about it, a hot dog is just a soft-shell bologna taco. And mulch! I don't want a body like John Cena, because that just seems like a lot of extra spaces to have to clean. This is I Don't Know Radio. Search W-I-D-K in your podcast app.